Hi, this is Ann Cavera with another episode of Speeding Past 80. Thanks for listening. Before we get started, I want to mention a new venture from Brian Elaine, B-R-I-A-N-A-L-L-A-I-N. Brian is a master at creating groups and conferences to explore ideas. His latest offering is Find Your Next Calling. If you believe life always has something more to offer, but you're not sure of your path, Google Brian Elaine. Find your next calling. You'll find a website full of ideas and resources to help you get started. Now for today's story. It's called Lost in Time. Maybe it's because I'm standing pretty far down the road at this point in life, or maybe it's because Jim and I are taking small, slow steps down the steep slope called Alzheimer's, or maybe it's because we celebrated our 57th anniversary a few days ago. Maybe it's all of these things together that have caused me to pause and think about life. Today I'm thinking back 57 years ago when Jim and I were Peace Corps volunteers in Liberia. One warm, sunny day, we took a picnic lunch and walked to a sandy stretch of beach not far from my apartment. We came to a lonely spot where Ashanti fishermen had pulled their boat ashore. In a grove of palm trees 50 yards or so away from the beach, we saw one or two of their huts. There was not a single soul in sight. We unpacked our lunch and ate on the beach. Afterwards, we knew it would be foolish to go swimming alone in this deserted spot, but we decided to wade out a few feet from shore because, like all 23-year-olds, we were invincible, right? Soon we were several yards out, but the water was only knee-deep until a wave a little larger than we expected rolled in. With no warning, a force we never imagined grabbed our ankles with such strength we were nearly pulled under. We managed to stand up. I grew up near the ocean and I knew about undertow, but had never experienced it. Jim and I happened to be standing close together. We reached out, locked arms, and held on while another wave rolled in and water sucked the sand from beneath our toes. Together, over the next several minutes between waves, we held on tight and inched our way back to shore. No one knew we were there. There wasn't a soul in sight. If we had been a few feet further out, both of us would have disappeared without a trace. Well, a few months later, we married right there in Liberia, and by the grace of God, we now have 57 years between that day on the beach and today. Now, reflecting on the past isn't something I do often, because time is precious. I don't want to sit around thinking on what was or what might yet be. The here and now have become more important than any yesterdays or tomorrows. Jim and I are in a tough spot. Jim's neurologist recently said we've entered the latter stages of Alzheimer's. I wanted to know just how long the latter stages last. Nobody knows. It's different for everybody. Could be months, a year, or years. Our days follow a predictable routine. Jim naps, some in the morning, some in the afternoon. He goes to bed early. He's no longer able to do much of anything on his own. Often now, he's beginning to have trouble feeding himself. 
He's lost a good deal of his vision, and that's a major part of the problem. Still, he's kind, and he tries hard to do whatever anyone asks. You know, it's in the hard times we find out not only who we are, but who we're not. I wonder if I'll have the physical strength to keep caring for him. The most difficult times are at night. He's often up three or four times before morning, so when morning does come, I'm as tired as I was when I went to bed. Lack of sleep is making it difficult for me to remember what I need to keep up with every day. I wonder if I'll have the mental strength to keep up with the loneliness. He's almost nonverbal now, often saying less than a couple of dozen words in a day. We have wonderful support from family and friends, but there is a loneliness between us, both mine and his. I cannot begin to imagine how lonely it must be to look at everyone and see only a stranger, to know you must have had a life, but you can't remember what you did. I'm thankful Jim is still strong and mobile, though that can sometimes be both a blessing and a problem. Even so, there have been mighty gifts in these past 57 years. Four children who are now good, strong adults. We count each of our children as a dear friend. We cover them with our prayers while they go where their talents take them. Four grandchildren who are on the edge of entering adulthood. How can that be? We count them as friends, too. We take great joy in seeing them find their way. There have been other children as well who have come into our lives and still live in our hearts. Students, foster children, even children of friends can still bring a smile to my face. So, Jim and I are stuck now in this narrow place. It is as if we are squeezing between the rocks without knowing what's on the other side. No matter where we go, our path seems littered with obstacles we can't see in the dark. Some days, it seems we are, once again, caught in an undertow. I think both of us learned that day long ago, all we really have to do is hold on tight to each other, inch our way forward, and we will make it safely to shore. Thanks for listening. This is Ann Cabrera with Speeding Past 80.